This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Today, I thought what we'll do is we'll discuss some specific moral dilemmas. And we'll just say about what we do in each situation. Some are utterly fucking ridiculous. Some are actual psychological tests. You're walking down the street and the person in front of you drops a lottery ticket. And you realise pretty soon you pick it up that it's a winner. Are you both giving the lottery ticket back? Depends on the person. I always find it weird when people go, oh, if I won the lottery, like the first thing I'd buy would be a mansion. No, it's not. But you're telling me the first thing yeah. you, you buy. My pipe to celebrate now, I'm <laughs> off, to, off to have Foxtons. <laughs> you're in a situation where you can sleep with a supermodel. Hear me out here, right? Because we've all got partners. It's a supermodel that you and your partner have already agreed is on your list. If anyone doesn't know the list, it's a list of like unobtainable people that you are allowed to sleep with should you ever come across them. I think the reason why couples often play this stupid little game is because they are unobtainable. I guess what I'm trying to say is what happens if the unobtainable becomes obtainable? What would you do? Take the floor. Take no, one, no one wants to go first. Everybody just look at each other. What do you do then, mate? Yeah. Um, <laughs> You come and deliver a body to me. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon I'd hide it. Yeah. Well, yeah why, why would you Why would you not be able to? What about Carol Baskin and the old pigs? Well, yeah. I went pigs, actually. It was tigers. tigers. How did I get that wrong? Yeah. How a, fam- do I- a famous film, Pig King. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, take the floor with this one. A murderous genie appears. Hello. <laughs> I'm a murderous genie. <laughs> Sounds like Ray Winston. <laughs> I like it. You slag. Jack Mates Happy Hour. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jack Mates Happy Hour. A new week, a new episode. I'm joined by my best friends in the whole wide world. It's Stevie White and Robbie Knox. Oh, how are you? That was nice. Glad I got in that. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm in a really giddy mood. Um, it's got that atmosphere like before the the dream holiday one, isn't it? Well, this yeah. isn't going to go well if that's the case. <laughs> Not for you. Where, <laughs> where's the genie? I said that um, before you came in the room. I said that I'm just going to bully you all day, and I said I'm in a really like horrible mood. And Robbie went, "I'm lapping it up." <laughs> <laughs> wow. How you been? I've been lovely yeah. until this. No, let's not. Let's, maybe we won't get down this road. Maybe we'll go, we'll come together as friends to bully 
other people, the listeners. Yeah, that's it. fine. Scumbags. Awful people. A lot of you. I feel like they're getting thicker over the years. Well, I mean? As in stupidity or thicker skinned? No, th- sh- dumb as fuck. What, because they're still listening? Yeah, I feel like if you'd listen to this twice a week, that's quite a hefty <laughs> amount of your time that is just killing your brain cells. Yeah. Do you, what, do you mean, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying, trying to be part of the gang. <laughs> so I've, the- I've brought a present. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Okay. That deflected all the picking on me, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel bad I've, now. I've got, I've, I've put this together. It's not a present that you should be too excited about. Just uh, <laughs> okay. expectations. What is the, like the, the most asked question on this podcast is about meal deals. Yeah. Yeah. What's the second most asked question, would you say? The meaning of life. No. <laughs> uh, the second most asked question is, what really happened at the Wembley Cup? No. What's a, what's a hypothetical question you ask people? Like? Oh, about the... Hun- you don't tell me you've got a ball with a hundred... Ba- a bag of a hundred balls in it. I've got 99 blue ba- balls. No! one red ball. There's <gasps> the blue ones. It's quite hard to get... Um, Coloured marbles turns out in the right. I know, there's, there's the red one. There's the one red ball. Wow! So I've got that so that you can test people. Stevie has famously said he'd do six balls. This is so brilliant. Let's find out whether if Stevie drew six balls, <laughs> am he'd I going to die? Six million pounds, or he'd die a slow, agonising death of horrific <laughs> terminal disease. Robbie, this is absolutely incredible Thank scenes. You. I love this. I'm excited for okay, this. So right. looking, Steve. I'll shake him up. For anyone who doesn't know, um, who may be new to the podcast, we are, we are, we are, we sometimes ask this hypothetical question at the end. There's a ball with a there's a bag of a hundred balls in it. Ninety nine of them are blue, but there's one nasty little red one in there. And we ask our guests if you could take a pick of the ball at random and and if you get a blue if you pull out a blue you get a million pounds if you pull out the red as robbie said you 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 experience a slow agonizing death but if you do pull out a blue you can choose to keep going you get a million every time but obviously as soon as you hit that red game over how many would you take stevie famously said six that's a lot and i'm now worried because we've also done urban legends and we've said oh i wouldn't say bloody mary just in case yeah (laughs) if i now pull out the red Yeah. What if I do die? Yeah. Well, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you said six, so six balls. Here's right. ball number one for Stevie. He's got oh, a blue. blue one. He's one got million. a million pounds. Ball number two for Stevie. He's, Drum roll, please. He's so gutted these are all blue. Two. <laughs> it needs to be a red for the red. content. Right. Oh. Oh, he's got, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so you're 50% of your picks are out. You now have a one in 97 chance yep. of getting the red cancer ball. I see. Cancelable. It's another uh, blow. This, got, I would have definitely done this. You've got four million. Four He's million. He's still going though, isn't he? Yeah. Go, oh, oh my god! god. He's Pass me that bag, Robbie. Pass me that bag. Pass you over. I swear to God, the rest of them are all blue. I'm now going to take a handful out. They're all blue. <laughs> you got the red. Oh, this is unprecedented scene. That is ridiculous. Guys, I promise you that is not set up. 100% <laughs> that is not set up. Oh, my God. I feel like you I'm in mourning. You'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> you be dead. You'd be, you'd be dying really slowly. Imagine going home to your girlfriend. Okay, you're going. Yeah, I did something really bad today. Yeah. I'm going to die over this week. Oh my word! Do I still get the four million? No, you're dead. Slowly, you said no because because you can't because otherwise some people. Oh, there like, definitely no other reds. I in swear there. to God, look I at this. Look. That is mental. Oh my god! What a what a brilliant game. However, yeah, what are the odds in that? 
I've, I'm in shock. Yeah, I am. <laughs> well, you so, literally went one in 97 and then I pulled it. Out of all of those balls, I'm looking at it, yeah, now, 99 blue balls. That is insane. Well, if you're speaking six out of 100, it's odds of 600. That's <laughs> what. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> and one, true. So, no, it's, no, it's one in 100, but one, like, he's speaking six balls, so. But Stevie said know. once it was one in 100 okay. times, one in 99 times, one in 98. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's hard, because you could say, what, one in 16.67 or... But is it? Because it's still just one every time. I don't know, but can There's I no just point say... you're learning maths now because you're dead in a week. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks, Robbie. Can we keep these, can we? Yes. Oh, wow. We I'm can actually actually... quite shocked. We can actually play it. Now, Like obviously, when you was going through and picking them, I thought it'd be great if you got a red one. But I, d- I didn't think it would happen. Yeah. And here we are. This is the podcast that just keeps on giving. Thanks, Robbie. What there a thoughtful go. gift. I That's feel impressive. awful, so yeah. thanks well, for that. Put it back in there. Does that make you now think you've been a bit blasé with your life, just thinking about the people that love you? Nah, I'd do it again. Would you? Yeah. Well, if if I still got the money, because then I can just give it to people. No, no, I but die. that's not part no. of the game. That's not part of the game. It's like a bomb. It's like poof, you fucked it now. It's like how many times do you keep going? Like, is it, you could say, like, imagine if you walk through like loads of doors, and every time you walk through the door, there's a million pound on the other side or a cliff, and you fall off it. Like, how many doors? Do you go through? And the the millions go with you. Yeah, you don't get it, keep it. Because otherwise, somebody who doesn't don't value their life that much might go, I'm going to have 99 picks and hope they get to the 99 and then they get the red one and then they just invest or they give all that money to a loved one. Yeah. Okay, cool. I accept death. I cannot believe that that happened. I mean, the odds probably aren't that mental, but to me, they seem mental. I now feel like if anything bad happens to me over the next few days, I'm going to blame this moment. Yeah. I'd be scared. I'd be if I were you. I would be scared. Honestly, I would. I I, I said I I wouldn't have any picks. I value my life too much. But just for the sake of this, I'd like to pick once. Okay. That's okay. Um, if you get the red in your one pick, that'll be crazy. If I get the the red in this one pick, then no one out there will believe it, and it'll all, also take the legitimacy of your yeah. pick away. Yes. So I'm hoping I don't get the red, but we'll see. Um, Got a blue. blue, so I'm fine. Pound, what I Robbie, yeah, have, a, have, a, have a pick. Have one pick. I wouldn't in real life. But no. Because it's just a pretend bag of balls. I'll pick one. <laughs> blue, there you go, Mill. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so it's just me and Stevie right. today, though. No. Is <laughs> that tumour grows? All right. <laughs> We Not really. The, we should go to the pub next weekend. Yeah. If you fancy Jack, <laughs> we'll, we'll be alive. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, I'll, I'll be mourning your loss, all right, B? Oh, you'd mourn. Yeah, nice. I, I went for a bit, and then I'd just go over. Why don't, it. We, why don't we go like we'll do a, like a really hot drive with some garlic bread up to Norwich? <laughs> to it's what you would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so today, I thought what we'll do is we'll discuss some specific moral dilemmas, and we'll just say about what we do in each situ- situation. Some are utterly fucking ridiculous. Some are actual psychological tests that that I saw on Vsauce, basically. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to do a jingle. Okay, have you pre-written this jingle or are you going to make it up on the spot? Um, uh, I've kind of got the basics, but I'm kind of riffing it a bit. Um, uh, this is a podcast to see how far we'd go in these completely specific random scenarios. Oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. better than I expected. <laughs> I was, I was nodding, nodding along there because I remember last time you did one of these, you lost confidence halfway through, so I wanted to try and be as encouraging as possible. <laughs> So you got to the end, but only using my facial expression. Do you remember the lyrics? No. no. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'll just jump straight into the first one and we can see... Do it one more time, because Katie might be able to add a nice jingle in the background. 
This is a podcast to see how far we go in these completely random specific scenarios. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie's just looking at me with a wide mouth with thumbs up. I love the support. I love the support. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know whether or not we should all give our individual answers or whether we should try and come to one communal answer. Don't know what makes for a better listen. Doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, let's give individual answers and then we can work out whose was the nicest answer. Some of these I made up. Some of them I got off, I got online, as I say. Um, got offline? Who cares? The first one is uh, you're walking down the street and the person in front of you drops a lottery ticket and you realise pretty soon, you pick it up, that it's a winner. The person is unaware that you've picked this up. They carry on walking. Now, first of all, before I give you the rest of the specific scenario, does it matter who the person is to you? Yeah. Or, yeah. So at this point, are you both giving the lottery ticket back? Depends on the person. All you said is, does it matter? At this point. Imagine if you didn't, if they were anonymous. Random person. Yeah, I'll give it back. You would? Yeah. It's a five million winner. Yeah. You give it back? Yeah. Can you get in trouble for it? You never fo- you get found. You never get found. No. You wouldn't give it back. I'd keep it. Says a lot about you, this. Uh, however, they turn around. They don't know that you've got it. They're just turning around across the street. You realise that it's somebody that bullied you throughout school. However, they also have two newborn twins. They bullied you a long time ago. They might be a new person now. Does that change your opinion? Are you still giving it back? Robbie was nice anyway. Yeah, I will still give it back to them because I know their bullyings come from a place of sadness themselves. <laughs> and so I, um, I, I will want them to have happiness. Oh, yeah. What a lovely, lovely man. You? I'd keep it still in the thought that I'm still going to die in a week because of the Red Bull. No, you can't, Stevie, yeah. you can't use this. I'll still take it. You'd take it? Even if I was dying in a week. He's got a couple of little kids he's got to worry about over here, can't Oh, well. Shouldn't have bullied me. I think, but all of I think these moral dilemmas say a lot. Obviously, they say a lot about your your, your character, and I really think Robbie's going to come out on top here. Oh yeah, I, I can see that. I've, <laughs> we could have known that from the beginning. Why would you not feel bad knowing that these two little babies could have grown up in a life of luxury? And I'm sure they'll still have an all right life. Well, well if their dad's a bully, yeah, dad's an arsehole. Yeah, yeah, proper arsehole. Well, we've assumed that he's nice now. Their, their dad is the kind of person that makes a roll up. While riding a bike with no hands. Oh, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> this is an episode of specifics, Very isn't specific, it? Yeah. I've always thought Jamie Vardy strikes me as that kind of person. You know the kind of people you see, yeah. like, when it's summer, they have their tops off, but they have jogging bottoms on, they're riding like big beer. Not where you're from, Robbie. You're from a fucking lovely village. Yeah, but, but you still get you get people come to visit doing that. <laughs> like, no, one, no one from within the village. Yeah. That, but. Like pulling wheelies in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that. I would call them chavs, but as we got we got a YouTube comment yesterday I got saying, in trouble you can't use that term anymore, Robbie. Did you know that? No. <laughs> I got in trouble for calling someone a chav because apparently it's talking uh, down classist. on people with less... Yeah, classist. But my issue with that is it means council housed and violent, but uh, I've always been council housed, so I'm a chur. I'm just not a chav. <laughs> You're just not violent enough. Yeah. 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 The, um, I've, 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 told, I've mentioned that the word chav was used when I was a kid. Like... Where I grew up, I grew up in Kent, mm. and people would say the word chav years before I ever heard it anywhere else when I was a kid. Like, people would say it to each other, who were sort of chavy type people, or those sort of people, but they would go, all right, chav, and use it as like a, a term of affection to each other. But I didn't hear the word for like 
10, 15 years. Oh, wow. And suddenly it came back for some reason. So. Wow. I think, uh, weirdly, I think it was that lottery winner that sort of brought it back. Do you remember was that Chavi lottery winner? Yeah, yeah. And he, cause he Lotto spent all... Lout. Yeah, that's it. He was it. good. I liked him. <laughs> I wonder what he's up to. Have you not heard about him? No. There's a guy, I think he was in Suffolk or Essex or something. Yeah. Like, uh, the Rangers fan or something. Was that oh, one? possibly. He was a big, big, <laughs> big lad. Uh, and he, he won this, he won a lot, he won millions. And he spent it all on, um, spent it all on like drugs and allegedly spent it all on drugs and, and booze and motorbikes and and that's the real reason I'd take this five million because mm. you said he's a bad man with his kids mm. I'd worry he'd do that and I'll put it to better use oh is, is, this guy was called Michael Carroll and he won at age 19 and now I think he's like just Bimman now Spent he'd definitely, definitely spunked it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. quick, really quick. What would you do if you were if you if you, so you you're keeping this lottery ticket? Yeah. What would what what you gonna what you gonna spend it on? He's a former bitman. I've just been told. Uh, what would you what would you spend it on? I don't know. I've never had that kind of money. You're getting five mil tomorrow. Probably learn to drive. That'd be quite a good thing to do. Yeah. I'd buy a house. Buy my mum a house. Would you? Yeah. Oh, Sally. And then I'd then. <laughs> He's got the. He's trying to make it a meme that he doesn't know my mum's name. Yeah, really. It's convenient where a meme fits in with reality, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I know it's. I know it's Cassandra. Come on. Uh, uh, Yeah, I'd probably just get sort people out around me first, and then. So I'll be getting a house. (laughs) Put put the rest in a bank. Would you invest? Yeah, probably. Maybe buy a few houses for other people to rent from me. Yeah, fair enough. What would you do, Robbie? Uh, well, I've actually maximised my pension contributions first of all. Oh no! <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd invest enough money so that I didn't have to worry too much about work and and I don't know, probably just keep it in the bank and fair enough. Investment. Yeah, nothing, nothing exciting. I always maybe fo- I might get a new Volkswagen Victra. <laughs> 2021. I always find it weird when people go, oh, if I won the lottery, like the first thing I'd buy would be a mansion. No, it's not. But you're telling me the first thing yeah. you, you buy. My pipe to celebrate now. I'm off to have Foxton's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, just get, you would just get a pint, wouldn't you? That would be the yeah. first thing that anyone would. Would you take this person's ticket? That's a good, I'm glad you asked, Evie. Um, I. Uh, would love to say no, <laughs> but I would. I think. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd love it if I was a good enough person to say no. Robbie is the perfect person yeah, but, in this, but, but I'm not. You, It would probably be different if it was someone who was really horrible now. Right. Like, someone who was horrible as a kid. I go, well, they probably had a hard childhood or something like that. If it's someone I knew now who was... Yeah unpleasant i might not give it to do you me. think age makes a difference do you think i i'm more selfish because i'm younger or do you think even a few years ago you might have also given it back i think i probably would have given it back if it wasn't unless it was someone who was currently an arsehole yeah well you're just a nice person then fair enough right okay the next one one nil robbie <laughs> yeah i've got to be careful how i answer this one because fiona does listen to the show uh you travel away and you're in a situation where you can sleep with a supermodel hear me out here Right, because we've all got partners. Um, however, it's not just any supermodel. It's a supermodel that you and your partner have already agreed is on your list. If anyone doesn't Ooh. know the list, it's a list of like unobtainable people that you are allowed to sleep with should you ever come across them. I think the reason why couples often play this stupid little game is because they are, they are unobtainable. I guess what I'm trying to say is what happens if the unobtainable becomes obtainable? What would you do? Take the floor. 
No one, no one wants to go first. Everybody can just look at each other. What do you do then, mate? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely. Will. No. Um, oh God. No, because it's a it's a it's a trap, isn't it? Like all these lists. Yeah. I don't think it would stand up at home. Well, say in court, in in house in sexual court. <laughs> My friends and I have a thing called sexual court where right. we go away for a weekend. And what it is, it's a system to try historic crimes uh, amongst our friendship group. If someone, when they were like 20, like got together with a girl that someone else was involved with or something, or there's something there, people can bring it forward to the sexual court and we will discuss it. And you get you either get reprieved or not. And and there's a, like a prosecution. Anyone who's a witness at the time can be brought forward. Wow. And then people who weren't involved in the situation get to vote on it. Right, like your own kangaroo court. Yeah, for a long time, um, the sexual court was criticised as toothless. But then we did have one <laughs> successful conviction of someone who... They were cleared on a charge of girlfriend stealing, but convicted on a lesser charge of weaseling. <laughs> 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 uh, that's so, amazing yeah it's good yeah, yeah fair sorry I got off topic there Karen. no I like it mate I like it I mean these scenarios are very thin so the more you can do that <laughs> the, the better because I said to Fiona I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to go she went Robbie will have stories is that fair enough what would you do yeah, I'm kind of with Robbie. I don't. I, it's the bollocks a trap. are it's a you? Trap. No one would sleep with me anyway, so I'm fine there. This, but... this is a made-up mystery scenario. Mystery. Yeah, this is where people um, actually don't find you repulsive. Yeah. No, I think it's a trap. <laughs> no, it's not a trap. I'm telling you the scenario. No, I'm saying the partner. The will, agreement is the, a trap. The whole agreement is a trap. How do you think? It wouldn't really be. Uh, would you yeah. actually be all right if? Um, I've met the person yeah, that's on top of my, imagine, my list. Oh, imagine Alex Zane comes back in and goes, actually, Fiona, you know what? I'm keen. Would you be all right with that? Do I know about it? Well, do they in this? Uh, it says your part. No. Well, no th th there's your answer, though. Do I know about it? That shows that your list that you've agreed to isn't. Yeah, but it's not cheating if I do it. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, I think you are right. That that kind of game is just just a game, isn't it? Yeah, you're playing with fire in that, mm. no matter what. Yeah, fair enough. So you you, you wouldn't do it, and uh, none well, of us would do it because well, we're would, all liars. Would so, you uh, <laughs> would you do it if at the exact same time in a different room, your partner's getting their top of their list? That's very interesting, actually. And but I think, and obviously I would say this, right? This is probably going to be a dumb thing, but I think my top pick is way more credible than her top pick. So it's like, yeah, I'd probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, if if it was someone like, if, <laughs> right? So my top pick is. You sweetie. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're just watching Fiona type who, on the screen. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> oh. Sorry, Fiona. Yeah, take your headphones off a minute, Fiona, because we're just talking with the lads. All right. <laughs> oh, the lads. <laughs> oh God. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, and obviously, Alex Zane, friend of the show, he's he is very credible. Very great. He's a great looking guy. I wouldn't say he's an A-lister. I'd say he's up there. He is up there. But he's not amongst Hollywood's elite. Okay, why is this relevant, though? Because it's like, is Alex Zane, is he... I don't know if he is, but is he a supermodel? He's a very good-looking guy. But again, why is any of this relevant? Because I just think my pick's better than her pick. Okay, fine. <laughs> Who's your pick? Mine would be Margot Robbie. Mm. 
Okay, you're with Margot Robbie. Fiona's next door with Tom Hardy. I, I never thought this would come up <laughs> in a podcast. Yeah. The idea of swinging. Um, <laughs> you're with Margot Robbie. She's next door with Tom Hardy. I quite like Tom Hardy. I'd want to hear what it was, what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they have to be in different rooms? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really stirring the pot yeah. now. Uh, all right, I'll say no then for the sake you of... You do it. Yeah, let's say that. Um, <laughs> would, would you rather... This one is absolutely disgusting. If you didn't think we'd scrape the barrel yet, we're firmly scraping it now. Would you rather shag a dog... <laughs> wow, Robbie. Robbie, don't... <laughs> Cheers, lads. I'll see you later. <laughs> right. Shag a dog... Yeah, is this this is an age of question. It's <laughs> yeah. been debated throughout the years. Uh, I heard this on question time the other day. Is that where you got it from? <laughs> Paxman. Uh, would you rather shag a dog but no one finds out or never have shagged a dog and everyone thinks you've shagged a dog? Just our shag doors. I'd like, to, <laughs> I'd like to shag the dog and everyone knows. If I shag a dog, I'm not shutting up about it. <laughs> No, I think I'd, I think it's probably better to actually shake the dog. I agree. I agree. And I had this debate before with a few of my friends and they said I was the weirdo. No, I, I'd shag the dog. Do yeah. you care more about the public perception of you based on what you've actually done? Well, yeah, because the only... <laughs> the only reason I don't shag dogs... <laughs> What? No, but like the, the only reason anything in life, the reason you think certain things are bad is because it's not a normalised thing. So if that was a thing that no one cared about... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure that. I'm not I sure that. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. No, I think I fucked what I was trying to say. <laughs> don't, don't you Oh, grey area. I've, uh, I've worded this. that ball kicks in? <laughs> I've worded this so badly and I can't get out of it, so I'm just going to go, yeah, I'm fucking the dog. Yeah. Right, you would. Yeah. I'd fuck the dog. Yeah, fair. Okay. Would um, you fuck the dog, Jack? Um, I'd fuck the dog, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd go I'd go ham on that bitch. <laughs> because mainly, I, I, I care too much about the public opinion. I wish I didn't, but I do. So I'd probably do. There's, there's a lot that I would do if it covered me. Yeah. Publicly, this is. <laughs> also, I've got children. They're gonna go. Oh, there's that kid who's all the other people at school are gonna go. There's that kid whose dad fucked a dog. Yeah, yeah and, not, and you'd lose job opportunities because of it. Like, it's there's so much that makes sense to just yeah, do yeah. it and we no one to, know. You could be we shamed. Could off. volunteer at Batsy Dog Center anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but then Shane Dawson would hire you as an editor, so whatever way you want to look at it. Shane Dawson didn't fuck a dog. It was a cat. Um, you can go back in time and find... Oh, I like this one. You can go back... Because <laughs> all the rest have been horrific. You can go back in time and you find Hitler as a baby. Okay? Now, you know, you're aware of the atro atro atrocities that he's going to grow up to commit. But obviously no one else does, because in their eyes, he's just a wee little baby. You're allowed to go up to this baby and point blank shoot it in the head, executioner style, right? You will get arrested and you will get tried and you will be known as the man that shot off a baby's head. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in the trailer, Katie. Yeah. Uh, but no one knows who fucked the dog though, right? <laughs> 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 but so so would you do you get what I'm saying would you stop Hitler if it meant would you every shoot baby Hitler in the face yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would no I'm not because no one's going to know that that you well then no because that's like saying yeah. like would you have stopped the Holocaust if you didn't get any praise for it you still would have done it wouldn't you you would still stop it 
If no one knew it was you, you'd still stop it. No, it's not yeah, about the praise. It's... The praise is irrelevant. My worry would be the butterfly effect. You don't know what that would actually lead on to. They could end up getting someone worse in power and you've done it for nothing. Mega Hitler. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> why, why shoot him? It's got a full tash. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why not just steal the baby and bring him up to be a nicer man? What? You're going you're gonna to abduct the baby? <laughs> you're better than shooting one in the face! You're going to raise Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> if I made Hitler, he would not have done what he did. Hitler's stepdad, Stevie. <laughs> That's a worse. But you won't let people know you've fucked a dog, but you're happy to let people know you've raised him. <laughs> no, because if I raised him, he wouldn't have grown up to be the but Hitler everyone knows and hates. <laughs> yeah, but he would have a terrible choice in Mildeals, which is even worse in a way. Uh, no, I, I think I'd, I'd like to shoot the baby. Yeah. Okay, think... let me get one more question into this one to see whether I'd actually shoot the baby in the face. My reason... <laughs> You really need the T's and C's before you shoot a baby in the head. Because my reason for not doing it, yes, it would be great to stop him from doing everything he did. Mm. But as I said, the butterfly effect, you don't know what would then happen right now. Like we could live in a much worse world because you don't know what would happen. Would everything else continue to be exactly the same and the world is the same now? Yeah. But that Holocaust part of things gets skipped over. Yeah, yeah. That Holocaust never happened. But then everything else carried on as normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then I'll shoot him. But you'd be dead. That's all right. Oh, I've already picked wow. up the Red Bull. I'm on my way out. What a noble man. You'd nick a lottery ticket, but you would stop the Holocaust. Yeah, but the lottery ticket's not going to save anyone's life. Okay, well, it might save that baby, them two babies' lives. What about if that if that poor gentleman that bullied you back in school was not earning enough money to feed them two babies? Well, that wasn't part of the question. He was a just... single dad. What if one of those babies was baby Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm, well, I've shot him in the face, so... Yeah, but are you shooting the baby, Robbie? No, I'm not going to shoot the baby. No, you're not. So you're going to no. you're going to let it happen. Yeah, because it's tough to explain, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've, I'm from the future and I shot. Yeah, you just end up in a mental asylum. No, I guess you. I'm just saying, like, well, you'd die, wouldn't you? You go to prison, you'd die in prison. Well, you'd probably end up in a mental asylum rather than prison, wouldn't you? Because you're going there going, oh, by the way, I'm actually from the future. This baby grows up to do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so frustrating. He's just there in yeah, the push. Because yeah. you'd be the greatest guy in history, but also the worst guy yeah. It wouldn't prison. be an easy thing to do. I feel like I'd put the gun to the baby's face and be like, oh, and then just draw a little moustache on him. And go, actually, this is much easier. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what is the next one I have? Okay, right. So this one's fun. A murderous... Robbie, take the floor with this one. A murderous genie appears. (laughs) Hello. I'm a murderous genie. (laughs) Sounds like Ray Winston. I like it. You slag. (laughs) And he summons five of your closest family members. This one's about death as well. So, happy hour again. Um, Five of your closest family members. You can obviously choose who, who they might be. We don't need to know. And he offers you a deal. He's going to kill each one of these family members. However, you can take a swap. And instead of killing them one by one, for each one you save, 100,000 randomers die. How many family members are you allowing to be shot in the head? I'm going to save all my family. Are you? Yeah. And so half a million people will die, Robbie. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. What about you? It's not ideal, but... <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm trying to think of who my five closest family members are. Oh, does that are. matter to you, does it? Well, yeah, it depends how close they are. Yeah, because once you start getting to four and five, you're really kind of like out of the loop a bit there, aren't you? Like, that's an uncle or something yeah, for me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it depends how close you are to your family. Like, I, you've got your kids and stuff involved in your five straight <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, see you later, Ricky. <laughs> Who's Ricky? <laughs> my uncle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't think I've seen in years. So do, what, so do you think you'd save, like, Frey? Uh, yeah, probably. Well, no, no, actually, no. Oh, I've got you, my five you, nieces. You've got a brother, sister, mum and dad, and five nieces. Oh, in that case, yeah, fuck them all off. No. <laughs> um, Line the five nieces up. Yeah, I'd probably just let randomers die. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would as well. I don't, I don't think okay. that's... Is that a selfish approach to life? Well, yeah, it is, but you're, you're being selfish in one sense because you're you don't want them to die, but you're kind of saving them, aren't you? You're, you're saving people that you care about. Mm. What if you could trade the five of them for yourself and then the 500,000? I know, I'm definitely killing the 500,000 people. I don't want to die. No, you can trade the... F- so the 500,000 alive, yeah. your five family is alive, but you're not. No, I want to live. <laughs> So that, that's the selfish I don't approach. Want to die, yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah. No, it's it's a very honest thing, but I think some people might think it's selfish. Okay, would your would your answer change if the five hundred thousand people that are going to die of many, you have to go to a football stadium and they're allowed to ask you questions about your decision for an hour before they die? They die. Yeah. So there are anyone who allows you to come to mic and chat to you, and you have to answer any. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so you have to get to yeah. know them on a more personal yeah. level first. Fucking hell, and you just have to face, yeah, you have yeah. to face the music. Yeah, I, I decide which of those are better than my family members and go, actually, no, no, because you've, like, oh, by this point, you've already committed to the point of their. Oh, going, so they're about to die. Yeah, they're oh, like okay. lambs of the slaughter, and you're the farmer. Yeah, I'd still do it. They'll be dead in a minute. It won't matter. So they're sitting there going, Stevie, I imagine some yeah. of these are going to be children. I've already made my choice, though. I can't change it now, can I? No, but no, but this is the thing. If you knew that was going to be the outcome, would you just choose your family? Yeah, because they're going to moan and they'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast. See how far we go. Things in his ears. Uh, <laughs> so you're, you're, you're saving the five. Yeah. And you're saving the five. Yeah. So collectively, you've both killed a million people. You said you would as well. Yeah. So one and a half mil. <laughs> <laughs> one and a half million people. Which, in the grand scheme of things, is, is a drop in the ocean, really. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. There's that sort of similar sort of hypothetical thing. If you were walking along the street and you saw there was a kid had fallen over and was drowning in a puddle, but you had like 150 pound new suede shoes on or something that you just bought. Mm. Would you go and rescue the kid, but it'll ruin your shoes? Yeah. 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 Right. But you could spend £150 on charity and you would save a number of children's lives in the third world by providing water supply and all that. Is that... Is that yeah. Do you know I mean, because you can see it. Yeah. It, but you could literally save people's lives if you just got £150. But I always think, like, and this is a horrible way to think, but I think that, like, it's not all that it seems with stuff like that. So it's like, because I, I had a comedian once say about, like, like how some kind of like homeless charities basically broadcast like oh don't don't give homeless people money on the street because because they'll spend it on drugs just uh, give the money to us and uh, we'll make sure they get it and it's just like that's what I worry about do you know what I mean at least when you when you see the kid fall into the puddle you're directly helping or is it a case of, uh, I think it's the fate I think it's because it's in front of you and 
the guilt is more real. Yeah, it's easy to forget about. Yeah, you'd yeah you yeah. would feel guilty as well. You'd feel like that's my fault. Like Kevin that puddles died, but yeah. it's not our fault. Certain things and charities are not directly, at least, yeah. happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I also wouldn't spend 150 quid on shoes. So would you not? No. I think my most expensive shoes are about. Wait till the Spotify 30. money comes in, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll be wearing hover boots. Um. I think after this episode, where he says going to ra- raise Hitler, the Spotify money's not coming in. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It go down. It go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, uh, we'll move on to the next one. This one, because uh, as as you, as you probably can tell, the, most of these have been from my head. <laughs> but this one is actually a psychological test that I have seen on Vsauce's very good YouTube Red series. Uh, the name escapes me now. Um, but it's called the train track test. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, so there's a train going down a track. However fast the train goes. Comes <laughs> I think it depends on the train and the track. Okay. Comes to a fork in the track. Could go left, could go right. Now, it's already going right. You can it's veering off to the right. And on on it on, ahead of it, you can see there's five people unaware of the train. They're idiots. They're they're on the track. They don't know the train's coming. They're gonna they're gonna meet their eternal death essentially yep you have a you have access to the lever that can pull the train to go the other way but there's one other person that also doesn't know that's going to happen and they're on the other track if you leave the train going the five die but at no fault of your own but if you pull the lever it's your fault that one person has died what are you going to do i'd pull the lever would you yeah i'd kill the one I'm, Would le- you? I'm leaving it. I'm killing the five. Are you? Okay, yeah. we have a split. We have a divide. I'm not looking at at it as me killing one person. I'm looking at it as me saving five. Four. Four, because Yeah. Oh, well, I thought you said there were five on the other track. Yeah, yeah but you're killing... Yeah. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I've four. saved those five specifically. Yeah, okay. You'll save five and then kill one, so really four. Okay. <laughs> Maybe yeah. your maths... Is, the reason you fucking picked the ball out of the bag and died is because your maths is terrible. I'll go... Less people have died thanks to me. Rather than more, pe- one person has died because. But of me. could you sleep at night knowing that it was your fault? 
Yeah, it's not I'd, your fault that the five die, is it? Yeah, because I'd quickly run over to the five and go, I've just saved your lives. No, you're you're not, you can't do it for praise. It takes away the shine. Yeah, but that's, that'll make me feel better when I go to sleep. What if you then had to go meet the family of the one person you killed? <laughs> in a football stadium. In a, in a function room. We don't need a stadium for this. And then, and then I'd say to them, look, there's a train on a track <laughs> and I've got a lever. And I'd explain to them and I'm yeah. sure then go, actually, no, to be fair, I'd probably also kill the one. Would you? No, I reckon if you'd killed my, one of my family and then you said, I'll just pull the lever to save the I would go, I wouldn't be going, all right, cool, fair enough, mate. I'd probably be quite angry still. Yeah. yeah. That's because you're happy with the five dying. Well, I just don't want what? my family to die. Is there a right or wrong answer in this? I don't I think so. don't think so. Where would you go with that? I... It is hard because you're going to be you're going to be overwhelmed with guilt no matter which way it goes, aren't you? Because you are going to like basically whatever option you take, you're going to always consider whether or not the other option mm. was the right option. Yeah, because you'll still have that guilt. Surely, I know you're not the one who put the train in the track on towards the five people, but it's the same as the kid in the puddle. Like you didn't put them in the puddle. It's not technically your fault if they die. Yeah, but you could you had the option to save those people. I think. As I, as I've already seen the five, and and I know that that is going to happen, I think I would pull the lever and change it to the one, because I just I just think it's it's less people have died. It's a tough one, though. It's a tough one. Is a proper they 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 do it on V Source's YouTube Red series, as I said, where they put some people on the train and. It's all pre-recorded. What, they actually do it? Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like a pre-recorded outcome of yeah. two things that is like photoshopped or whatever. Or not Photoshop, but you know. Was what there I mean. any? Was there any finding at the end? Is there any psychological analysis? I can't remember. <laughs> I kind of knew that was going to be the answer. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a strange little test. That uh, oh, it's called Mindfield. So if if anyone wants to check that out on YouTube Red, it's called Mindfield. Very good series. I recommend it. Um, should we have another dark one? <laughs> They've all been dark, really. Okay, fair enough. They're all dark. Uh, your 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 wife slash partner confesses that she's killed somebody. That somebody turns out to be a notorious child killer. But she needs help cutting up and disposing the body. Do you help? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. So no. No. <laughs> You are the voice of reason here, Robbie. Like you're the sane man. What? Why? Why would you not? Uh, because I think you're probably better off to go to the police and say killed a child killer. But then you know your wife's going to prison for the rest of her life. <sighs> Married like quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> would you grasp her I up? Uh, I'd encourage her to grasp herself up. Would you really? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Will you get away with it if you help? Um, yeah, you would, yeah. Yeah, I'd still, yeah, I'd help. Does that change your answer? Hmm. You, you sure. do such Maybe, a good yeah. job <laughs> cutting up the body that no one ever knows. I might be all right with it then. Yeah? Maybe, yeah. I think that would be the one, because, like I say, you are the voice of reason, but I'm, I'm baffled by that choice. Like, by m trying to make your wife go in and fess up. Because of how bad this person was. Yeah, but I think otherwise, if you're... If there's a chance you get found out, then you're going to be spending the entire time worried. I think if 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 there's no risk of being caught, then I think, oh yeah, maybe I probably would help her chop it up. Oh, so your your worry is the fact that it could come back to bite you. I think it'd be an unpleasant existence. Yeah, you know, yeah. And also, I don't think you should go around killing people randomly. But we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a child killer. Mm. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully on board with it. Yeah, how? and also it could bring you closer together as a couple. What murdering someone and dismembering? No, she's their already body. murdered, so you're just doing a dismembering. You can do it like a ghost moment. Tracking us hard to dismember a body. <laughs> I'd imagine like so. Like a ghost moment. <laughs> I just got what you said. Just what, blood instead she's, of clay. Uh, like, hacking off a head, and you've got her arms round. And like that is weird, mate. <laughs> that you'd even consider that. Yeah, that is weird, but oh, quite romantic. My love. <laughs> <laughs> my blood spray yeah. up his face. Why has no one put that in a horror film? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great horror parody yeah. moment that really good thank you we watched cabin in the woods last night have you seen that nope do you like horrors i don't mind them what do you think of it stevie i don't know it's it's the type of film that critics love and it's and any film a critic loves i'm who not are, a big fan of when they say critics who do they mean because to me critics seem like cunts <laughs> <laughs> the funniest the funniest thing i find about critics is that they're all the same it's like you have to have a specific brain to be a critic because yeah. critics all like the same films for going oh yeah it's satirical like it's really it's, good because it's, it's arty satire yeah. can be shit like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't again how brilliant american pie 2 was because it was <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the whole point of Cabin in the Woods it's a satirical look at horror films and it's yeah. all the classic horror film stuff okay. happens and it is a bit piss takey of its own genre whilst being fairly scary but it's just like and like it is just cheesy because yeah. of that and I, I get that they're being cheesy and they're showing that's why horror films aren't good anymore did but, you find it scary did you? well there were moments of like like random like window smashing and stuff like I don't particularly find horrors scary uh, but I do get jumpy at things yeah so it's those moments where it's not obvious something's going to suddenly make you jump which yeah. did happen a few times it's weird that we're just randomly reviewing a film from 2011 <laughs> in, the of, in the middle of a podcast i don't like films that are just big jump scare sort of things like that i can't be bothered with that but there's some film have you seen this film on netflix called caliber it's a scottish thing no it's absolutely brilliant it's um it's basically a hunting trip going wrong i won't say anything to spoil it but i watched but three quarters of it and then went to bed and then I had to get up and watch the end of it because I couldn't sleep. Really? I thought I have to get to the end of this. Really? It's a hard, it's a hard watch but it's really good. Yeah. What, is it scary? Or is it like a mystery? It's um, it's terrifying. It's it's not it's not like a sort of ghosty thing or anything like that but it, it's like real tension. And really? really? Yeah, really, really. It's a brilliantly made film. You've sold it to me. I'm going to watch it. All right. I'm going to watch it. Let me know it. what you think. Caliber. Yeah. C-A-L-I-B-R-E. Have you ever seen a film called The Prisoners? No. I think that would be my one recommendation for you what's that on is that on just general films i think it's on 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 netflix okay yeah and you, you like it don't yeah, you? yeah it's a good film yeah hugh jackman yeah it's basically two little girls go missing at the start of the film then they find a guy um and they think it's him um and it may or may not be and it's just about them quizzing him throughout okay. and it's really tense all the way through okay. there we go that's our little film review in the middle of um specific moral dilemmas um, what was my I love that he's called this specific moral it's just hypothetical <laughs> questions yeah. that we've done once before yeah but you got to try and put yourself in the situation yeah. and Robbie must have known we were going to do it because he lovely lo lovely of him to bring this uh, this bag of balls I want to bring another one now I just love odds of stuff can you call That's it my ball one. bag whenever you use uh, it? Yeah, Robbie's ball bag. Thank Robbie's you. ball bag. There we go. I can't believe you're dead. Let's do a few more. <laughs> Let's do a few more. Um, this one is actually quite sad. And um, I, I want to show that we have a little bit more depth than just taking the piss out of things. Like I actually Did you want... say you were going to cut up the body or not? Oh. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm on the, trying to show that we've got a little bit of like a more dimension to us. I, Did you say you could come? I like to think that the person who um, who decided to um, sign you to Spotify is having a meeting with the big boss of Spotify. <laughs> going, this is brilliant. You got to listen to this, this, this uh, podcast. You've signed up. I'll just play a random point. <laughs> Did you say you'd cut up the body? Um, I would cut up the body. Yeah. I would. I, I think it would mentally scar me, but I think I would protect Fiona more than just going go to the police because yeah. I think she'd go to prison. My life would be shitter and a lesser life anyway, so I'd do it. Um, <laughs> you made up the thing about Shag and Margot Robbie there. Yeah, so. of course I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but the other <laughs> thing, yeah. Where would you, before I go into the deeper one, when cutting up a body and disposing of it, whenever we watch these true crime documentaries I and they find the body, I always think you must be shit at hiding a body. I reckon, and I think most people out there do reckon, that they could hide a body. Well, do you not? I don't think I could. You, do, you don't think you could hide a body? You've got the whole of the UK to hide it in. Yeah, but how do you get the body to that place? How do you... Uh, and you just constantly be worried. Like... You know, you could go, you could go like... You could go and like put it in a hole in the ground and fill the ground with cement. Yeah, but then the cement would suddenly be new, so people are going to go, oh, that's strange that it's a new thing. Put loads of grass on top of it. So you're trying not to be caught, or you're trying just to put a body somewhere that can't be found? Yeah. Yeah, so, so if you get you you come and deliver a body to me, I can put it in the low bay of the Vauxhall Vector estate. Yeah. And then go and hide So Yeah, I reckon I'd hide it. Yeah. yeah why, why, would you, why would you not be able to? What about Carol Baskin and the old pigs? Well, yeah. I went pigs, actually. It was tigers. tigers. How do I get that wrong? Yeah. How a, fam- do I- a famous film, Pig King. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get that wrong? That was mental. Last time you convinced me that Finding Nemo was filmed in yeah. Australia. and that Yeah, that's mental from me, actually. Joe, not that exotic. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, feed it to a pig or something, no? Maybe to a tiger, yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't feel confident doing it. All I'm saying is, people in true crime documentaries that are real people are shit at hiding bodies. Can we get people that are better at hiding bodies to be the murderers? Well, from now on? strangely, Jack, those ones probably aren't on the documentary because they haven't been caught. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Sure, there are lots of murderers out there who have not been caught, and I'm sure there's loads of bodies out there that haven't been found. Well, sounded a bit like Stevie's <laughs> of people. <laughs> <laughs> I just find that they. They often like. It's probably a bit distasteful for me to name a specific one, but I was I was watching about a murderer that happened fairly close to where I'm from, and the guy killed some children and um, left their bodies thirty miles down the road. Why are you going thirty miles? Like I'm not advocating doing it anyway, but you'd go a bit further than thirty miles, wouldn't you? But then is that your go mind? Is that your mind panicking? <laughs> I don't know. I think if I, if I had a couple of dead bodies in my car and I was like, right, let's get rid of these, I wouldn't go, Fetford will do. I know, but imagine... 30 miles is quite a long yeah, way. In that car journey, that's... In that car journey, you could be constantly thinking, oh, if I crash, I'm fucked, they're going to find me. Uh, if I get pulled over for any reason, they're going to find me. You're probably not driving as well, which means you're probably more likely to be pulled over. Like, there's so many things going through your brain. You're not just thinking, oh, where would be a great place to put these then? It'd yeah. take a long way to search everywhere in 30-mile radius. No, but I think if 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 there's any kind of inkling of you being some kind of suspect, mm. the 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 body's being found only thirty miles away from where you live is is it just ties it to you. Yeah, yeah but then it, if you lived near where the person died, that could be anyone. 
Like it's not going to be, but, if it was 100 miles away, they'd go, well, they were killed here. Why is the body 100 miles away? Right. They're yeah. still so, killed in that same place. How do they so know where they're killed? That, they've got that number plate recognition, haven't you? So you're going to have to take the back roads, aren't you? And that's yeah. going to take a really long time if you're going 30 miles on the back roads. Yeah, true. I should have thought about that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next question? I just reckon if I killed a couple of people from Norwich, I'll be going to Runcorn or something. Where? Runcorn. Where is Runcorn? Like outskirts of Liverpool, I think. Okay. Have you heard of Runcorn before? I've heard of it, I just don't know where it is. I think that's where they filmed two pants of lager and a packet of crisps. Bit of info for you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Viore. Give the active people in your life something they'll truly appreciate. Performance apparel from Viore. Whether they're into running, surfing, hiking, or even just casual walks around the block, there's something for everyone. And if you're not sure what to gift them, you can't go wrong with something from Viore's Dream Knit Collection. It's the perfect gift and so comfortable. Get 20% off your first purchase today at Viori, V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Spotify. Let's carry on. Um, do you want the deep one? Yeah. Does it sound like you do? No, I do. I just want to get away from the murdering stuff. This one is actually not funny at all, but... Um... <laughs> oh yeah, because up to this point, there have all been a barrel of laughs. Uh, I just want to hear what if there's a right or wrong answer to this, really. A loved one is in a, hosp- in, is in a hospital bed, and they've been told they don't have long... Uh, and you've been told that they don't have long left to live, but they're oblivious to it. Is it right or wrong to tell them? Do you tell them or don't? So basically, doctor comes see you and goes, yeah, they've got a couple of weeks. But they think this could be a thing they recover from. Do do you say it? And let's say in the two weeks' time, they're going to go in their sleep and they're not going to deteriorate. Deteriorate? Whatever you yeah. say. But, but they'll just randomly go. D- is it good to tell them or not? I wouldn't tell them. You wouldn't? I don't think I would, but I think it's going to depend on who the person is and what you think they'd want. Oh, so you have to base it off of that. Base, yeah, I think it depends what what you think. Some people might want to say goodbye to people or something like that. Right. You could always go, oh, yeah, well, I'm glad I'm not going to die because I've not made <laughs> made peace with my long-lost brother. <laughs> <laughs> and you just wouldn't? I, I just don't think, no, I, I don't think I could. Because I'm one, I'm having to give the bad news, which is never good. Yeah. So I don't think I could do it well. So you worried more about yourself in this no. situation than. Um, and then, yeah, I just don't think it's a nice thing. Like, I've spoken to you about death. I have a really weird relationship with death where in my mind I just go, <laughs> if I die, I'll die. Like, I'm done. So who cares? Yeah, you're not but scared the thought of. of death. If you just told me, oh, you're going to die in two weeks, I'd be like, for fuck's sake. I'd rather just be like, oh, I'm gone. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> what if they were wasting their last day and you knew it was? Well, yeah. depending. You know, it'd be like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to go on. My phone for a bit. Yeah. But oh, I you imagine... sure you don't want to go out and see the sunset? <laughs> They're just watching the What's Good podcast with Minnie Minter and Randall. Fuck you, know. But I imagine... I imagine they're stuck in a hospital bed anyway, you've you've said. Like, I couldn't be like, oh, let's go to a theme park and enjoy these next couple of yeah. days. Like, they're, they're already on their last legs. They just don't realise. That's what I always get when... when pe- I find it confusing when people go, oh, live every day as if it's your last. Because if I knew it was my last day, I'd be 
crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be shitting myself. I'd be yeah. like cowering in a corner. I wouldn't be going Thought Park, baby. Yeah. Like, you don't like theme parks? No. <laughs> That's your real issue. Hate them. They spook if, me. If it was your last day you were going to die, would it change the Margot Robbie question? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's face it, I'm doing that anyway. I'm like, so. <laughs> so what would you do then? Uh, I don't know. That's one that I'm stuck on. I'm literally 50-50. I don't know whether I could tell them. I don't know. I'd, yeah, I'd, 99% of the time, I'd tell the person. Yeah. It was weird because when my granddad was in hospital, he had bone cancer. And when my granddad, when he was in hospital, they told my dad that it was basically terminal. He wasn't going to survive. Because in the early stages of it, you don't know, do you? Yeah. And, and they told my dad outside of the room. And when we came back in, my granddad was like, they were like, they basically said he's, he hasn't got long left at all, like a week, two weeks. And even though obviously he's clearly ill at this point, he wasn't like like a frail old man at all it was just like oh anyone in a in our sport bed and then when we left he was like all right i'll see you next time like you you're down and he meant like back at his house and and i'm like i don't know whether or not he's been told i don't know whether or not doctors legally do 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 that i don't know yeah. and and yeah i don't think I'm, it, it was a thing that me and my dad ever got to the bottom of like was would the doctor have, have, have said that like so i don't know and that's what made me think of the question really like would you then tell that person because i don't know whether i would it's a weird one. Yeah, I don't think there is a right answer to that. But yeah, do, do the doctors have to tell 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 them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we always oh, look at you for like, like yeah, like Chris Whitty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on. Uh, one more. Should we have one more? Yeah, we can do. Yeah, we can squeeze out another ten minutes. <laughs> no, we can finish it whenever you want, mate. It's completely up to completely up to you. Well, Steve, right? I just remember reading the Spotify contract saying we had to do ninety <laughs> minutes and sixty minutes. Uh, a delivery driver doesn't deliver an item to you in the allocated amount of time that they said they would. Well, right? that's just normal. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you you call up to just ask about your your item. Where is it? And the person on the phone goes. He should have done this by now. There is absolutely no reason why he hasn't done it. What? I just have in my mind that you've come up with that question after I told you about Domino's. Oh, nah. That sounds nah. so much Actually, like Fiona that. come up with this one. But, so you're not actually complaining about him. You're just complaining that, where is it? And they go, he should have done it by now. He's taken the piss. He's probably gone home for a bit of lunch or whatever. And then uh, they go, we will make sure that he's dealt with appropriately. You go, oh God, okay, hang up. And then you look outside and you realise it has been delivered. Do you call back up and apologise? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? That's such an easy question. Yes, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Yeah. You've just had someone mugged off for doing something they hadn't done wrong. How do you get back? How do you get that specific person to get on the switchboard? Oh, you just call and say, oh, sorry, I've just I've just been on the phone. <laughs> right. And I've just told this person this. The delivery driver is this person. They have done it. Okay. Well, the other day, it was about two in the morning, and I ordered um, a couple of chicken wraps from Caspian's Takeaway in Norwich, right? It said it was going to take 35 minutes. It took an hour and 10. In the hour and five minute mark, I called up and I complained. I just said to the deliverer, I was like, I don't want it now. I've got to go. I'm going to bed. So I cancelled it. And then they was like, okay, no worries. We'll cancel. We'll tell the restaurant. And they hung up and they refunded me my money instantly. And just as they did, I got a knock on the door and I got my food. Should I have told should I have then paid the restaurant again for the food that I had? Uh, by that point, maybe not, because it was already made, and if it hadn't come, it was going to go to waste. 
luckily, the fact that it did come meant that food wasn't wasted, at least. But I got it for free, so the restaurant loses out. A small independent business in yeah, the but heart they, of Norwich. But they clearly already made it all, and you were going to cancel it. Yeah. And if they had to cancel it, if they heard about it before driving it out, it was still wasted by that point. So was I in the wrong, then, for not giving, it, giving the money back? I don't think so. Robbie, you'd have called back up and paid, wouldn't you? I'd have been annoyed. I might have done, but I'd have been annoyed at the situation in general. <laughs> yeah. Want the, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It depends how warm the food was, I think, maybe. Yeah. If it was cold. Well, that's another thing. Certain food places, I know it's a very American thing, but they say, like, we'll deliver your food within this amount of time or you get your money back yeah. and you still get the food. Fair enough. So I think if that's a way, that so should fuck probably em. be a smart way. So fuck them. Yeah, do, do you want to do, do your, I actually, I'm going to let you do your expose in a minute of talking about the pizza, deli- oh, yeah. pizza delivery thing. Fiona said that I messed up the delivery driver one. So she says you called up and you were really angry. Yeah. You're really angry. And then you realize it was there. Like it's, it's then embarrassing to call, call back. Yeah. To call back. Do you still call back? I think if they've said that they're going to sack someone, then yeah, I think you have to front it. Yeah, I think if you're in the wrong, you should be calling. If it is their fault, then fine, leave it. Yeah. But it isn't their fault in that case. And if all else fails, fuck a dog. (laughs) I had that massive argument with Uber Eats the other day. Yeah. And I don't care. They were pricks. I've deleted all of my Uber accounts and never using the service again. Wow. And they've refunded me because every single person... I, for some reason, I got passed between about six people over this. It was a really stupid thing, and I know it's ridiculous because it was over a fiver. But I had a promotion on my Uber app, which said I'd get You're £5 pound off my next taxi. So I booked a taxi to go to work instead of getting a bus, thinking, oh, it's going to be cheap. They didn't give me the discount. So I emailed and went, oh, I didn't get it. And they said, oh, no, that was actually over already. And I sent screenshots back going... No, it's still on my app. Even now, it's still on my app. And I went, yeah, it's only for the first 200,000 people. I went, yeah, but it's still on my app. In my brain, I can still see it. I should be getting it. And they just kept going, yeah, we see it's an, it's a glitch on the system. And they were just going, oh, as, as told you, it doesn't, as we told you, it doesn't work. It's a glitch on the app. And I went, yeah, but that glitch isn't my fault. Yeah, you're in the right there. Yeah, so I kept replying that. Yeah. And I kept noticing the name at the bottom of every email changing. And I just went, you're really pissing me off now. I'm just going to delete it all. And they went, oh, I'm glad we've got to the bottom of this. And I was like, you're not listening to me at all. And I went, <laughs> so I replied again, just going, this is, I think you're actually trying to make me angry over this thing. It's five pound. I don't care that much but it's your fault that stopped making me feel like it's mine do you think we're martin lewis or something <laughs> <laughs> i just want well. uber to it oh, but then yeah then nuts, they were all going we can't refund you and then i got an email like a week later just going oh we've noticed there was an issue with your account here's five pound back well there you go so why could someone not just do that in the first place they really need to deal with our customer service team fuck you uber thanks for that absolute <laughs> roller coaster <laughs> you, know, you know we're not uber right <laughs> I'm still angry. <laughs> we did have Uber on there once, Uber Butler. Um, shall we move? <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, before we leave, I think you should expose Domino's for the frauds that they are. I need to make this, I will say allegedly. Because yeah, definitely say Fiona, Fiona told me about this and it was on Reddit. And I've since tweeted about it and so has Jack. And we've I've had a strange mixed replies from it so basically I, I think you're right i think you're right have you ordered from domino's before yes yes I have. so on domino's they have their little tracker dom and he tells you where the food is at so it's being prepared then it's in the oven it's very annoying that bit at the beginning where it does a little blinky thing show me yeah but this could all be irrelevant because that tracker no, that's says being <laughs> <laughs> says being prepared in the oven quality check out for delivery apparently that tracker is just always on a timer 
and it's not actually keeping up with your food. No one's pressing any buttons. Because how okay. can they, if they have got like 20 orders, how can they go, that one's quality check, that one's in the oven, that one's out for delivery. And then that's why... So you're saying there's no, so there's not a thing saying, no one's saying it's going out for delivery. Yeah, it's all... Yeah, I think that's the only time they have... Oh, no, I... no, because someone else replied saying that a, a guy who said he worked as a delivery driver said the amount of times that he's delivered the pizza and the person's gone, how did this take so long? You're quite close. And he's gone... Was taking me three minutes, but it said out for delivery for so long because apparently, say it's on a fifteen-minute timer. At the end of that fifteen minutes, it'll say out for delivery. They could take another ten minutes, and then then they drive it, so it just looks like they've been taking longer to get to you. Yeah, I don't mind a timer for the first bit mm. because I think if you get the if you from preparing it, if you press a button when you start preparing it, I don't mind it'll be a timer because it's going to be the same sort of time to make a pizza, put it in the oven, and come yeah. out the other yeah. end. But I think there should be a button for when it gets sent out. And if there's not, oh, I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. We've had a mixed bag of uh, replies from it. Some mm. people have said, no, I've worked in Domino's. They do press it as it goes in the oven and then when it's going out for delivery. But a lot of other people said, no, nah, it's just a timer. Yeah, so you've just blown the whole fucking roof off of Domino's, so, isn't Domino's, you? you're going to have to let us know either way. Don't sue us. Please, because well, we don't a, know if this is accurate or not. I've said allegedly. No. That's fine. Yeah, It's a mental podcast, this one, isn't it? It's yeah. like a mixture of like of what we said the podcast was going to be, and then there's like a review of a film from 2011, <laughs> <laughs> and an episode of Watchdog at the end. <laughs> there we go. Well, that sums up Happy Hour, doesn't it? Just uh, back and forth, and ultimately, none of it matters. No. None of it matters. We, we, we have another idea for a podcast that we're probably going to do with Robbie um, in the coming weeks. Let us know if you want to hear us debate life's not-so-hard questions. So rather than specific moral dilemmas, stuff like, is it ever okay to lie? And stuff like, should you actually ever pick up a hitchhiker? And stuff like that. If you want to hear this and you didn't think this episode was too much of a car crash, let us know. Tweet us. And like we always do, um, we implore you to tweet Stevie... Stevie White's some abuse, so... <laughs> For fuck's sake. He's only got a week to live. <laughs> <laughs> Can we all just tweet Stevie saying, R.I.P. R.I.P. Stevie White. R.I.P. Stevie White. And preferably Stevie 11 White. I, and preferably, I won't miss you at the end of it. Back and white photo of him. If I get loads of tweets, people saying, we won't miss you. You will now. That's what they'll do. Mm. This has been Jack Mate's Happy Hour. I've been here with Robbie Knox, Stevie White. Thank you very much, chums. Good, good. You've enjoyed it, I can tell. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing hours of the audience, though. No, to you. Okay, yeah, I've had a nice time, thank you. All right, Stevie. I'll be dead soon. You will. <laughs> I'm off to shag a dog. See you later, guys. <laughs>